This is episode 14 of the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast with Nicole Polara. So really, it's um, a full-time job, but with that opportunity to still learn from professionals and grow and have supervision time um, with my supervisor um, and get great feedback and advice and everything like that. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. On this week's episode, I talked to Nicole Polara, who is a music therapy fellow at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And perhaps you're familiar with what fellowship is, but before this conversation, I was not. So a lot of our conversation focuses on what fellowship is, what it entails, and honestly, it sounds like a pretty amazing opportunity to me. So if If you're a student or an intern or even a professional looking for a way to learn more without having to go back to school or just maybe a little bit of a change in pace, this sounds like an amazing opportunity. So definitely check out fellowship opportunities if you feel inspired after this episode. If you're liking the podcast, please let us know by leaving us a review on iTunes. They really help this podcast be more visible to listeners and people searching for this kind of content. I'll read a review on the other end of this episode. Also, find us on social media. We are Music Therapy Chronicles on all the platforms, and you are welcome to join our group on Facebook where you can deep dive into some discussions about the episodes or share what's inspiring you. People have talked about creating goals after listening to the episodes or the interventions that they found interesting and are starting to use in their sessions. So please join those conversations. Let us know what you're getting back from the podcast. I I love reading everyone's comments on the different platforms. Also, in case you haven't heard, Music Therapy Chronicles now has a Patreon page. You can find that at Patreon slash Music Therapy Chronicles. Super simple. Uh, There's also a link on our website. And I think in the show notes, it usually ends up there. If you're unfamiliar with what Patreon is, it's just a way to support creators or visionaries that you like what they're putting out into the world and you can pledge to give a a donation either monthly or a one-time donation whatever you feel aligned with and if you are really liking the podcast and feel compelled to share and support that way I really appreciate it it helps me out a lot with 
scheduling, interviewing, producing, doing all this podcast stuff and it will (laughs) better enable me to keep this project going because I think that people are getting value from it and I would love to continue doing it. All right, I'm going to stop rambling now and we'll get into this conversation with Nicole. Welcome to the podcast, Nicole. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. I'm really excited to hear all about fellowship and how that's going for you. But to get us started, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm a new MTBC doing a music therapy fellowship at Cincinnati Children Medical Center Hospital. Um, and I went to Marywood University. And my um, primary instrument was voice. And then I did my six-month internship at Penn State Hershey Medical Center. Awesome. So how did you find music therapy and get into it? Mm -hmm. Um, Music has always been um, such a huge part of my life. Um, And I knew that I wanted to do something with music. And it was really important to me that music that I was making was meaning something to people. Um, And for a long time, I thought that that had to be on a stage. Um, But finding music therapy has shown me that creating music with people um, is actually really meaningful um, and has a lot of other benefits as well. Um, So that's kind of how I found music therapy. Um, As far as music therapy in the medical setting, Um, my nephew was diagnosed with a brain tumor when he was nine months old. Um, so that was kind of my first, um, real life experience with music and medical setting. Um, so it's been great to see what music can do for, um, people in that setting as well. So did he have a music therapist? Um, so he has always been primarily outpatient and hasn't um, spent any time inpatient. And where he was going didn't have um, music therapy um, on that unit at the time. Um, But I was able to meet with a music therapist that was seeing patients at that hospital. Um, So I got some observations there before I really dove into my own music therapy career. That's awesome. So um, obviously you pursued medical setting in your internship Mm -hmm. and continued that. So what about that setting really speaks to you? Um, Well, I I just love working with children. I think that they have such great insight and resilience. And um, every day I learn from, you know, patients that I see. And um, I think it's easy for me to be able to relate to the families that I I see because I've been through, um, I've been through the process and I know what it looks like. And, um, I'm, I'm pretty good at picking out what they need from me, um, in the moment, um, and kind of giving them a little bit of fun in their day, a little bit of normal. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And really well said. I think that, uh, no matter what setting you're in, being able to engage the family and 
uh, experience some beautiful moments with them is so touching. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Alrighty. So you're doing a fellowship. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? (laughs) Um, So at least where I am, I'm not sure if this is uniform across all music therapy fellowships, um, but ours is uh, mirrored of the physicians at the hospital. Um, So we kind of are um, mirroring what they're doing, I guess. Um, So I... It's required to be a board-certified music therapist, and I'm treated as such at the hospital. Um, I have a full caseload, and I see um, patients by myself, and I see um, individuals, and I've started a group session there as well. Um, But basically, having the title as a fellow um, gives me a little bit more room to experience more education opportunities um, and, and grow as a therapist with, um, the support of the professionals at, uh, the medical center. So whether that means taking some time in my day to observe, um, some of the other music therapists, because there are, um, uh, NICU certified music therapists at the hospital and also a neurological music therapist at the hospital. Um, so it's been great to get their perspectives and be able to, um, observe, some of their sessions and what they've been doing um, and learn about those programs as well because those are really interesting um, credentials to have. Um, But with that also, the fellowship offers me a stipend to go to um, some educational opportunities such as national conference, which I'm happy to be attending, um, or any conference or CMTs that I wanted to attend. pursue within that budget. Um, so really it's, um, a full-time job, but with that opportunity to still learn from professionals and grow and have supervision time, um, with my supervisor, um, and get great feedback and advice and everything like that. So I know you mentioned a stipend. Is this, Mm -hmm. is that on top of like this being a paid position or is it an unpaid position? It, no, it's a paid position, so um, it's it's grant funded, yeah. and within the grant, there's some um, set aside for some continuing education opportunities. That's awesome. That sounds like a really great setup, and honestly, something I wish I had known more about to look into, because that sounds yeah. great. Yeah, it's. I didn't really know about it myself much until I was, you know, coming to a close on my internship and um, wondering what I wanted to do. And I think um, for me, I really wanted to be in the medical setting, in a pediatric medical setting. And I think especially for music therapists just starting out, that's a really hard position to get. Um, And I think having a fellowship and getting that extra experience is super important. Um, And honestly, I, I think going out into the field would be a little more scary, um, just starting out to just, you know, get thrown into it, um, spit out from an internship kind of thing. I mean, my internship prepared me so well and I, I felt, you know, super prepared, but it's nice to still have, um, a great group of music therapists to support me, um, while becoming a new professional. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. That's, um, Mm -hmm. You, you have like built in supervisors and like you said that are also credentialed in different ways and you can take from 
all those different experiences. That sounds so great. So are you the only fellow or do you kind of have peers that are experiencing this with you? So I'm the only music therapy fellow. Um, however, they we are under um, the Child Life and Integrative Care um, umbrella. Um, so they do have a Child Life Fellow um, at this time also. Awesome. That's so great. Yeah. 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 And like you said, that's a great transition between your internship and your first career position. And um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That just sounds so fantastic. <laughs> All of it just sounds so cool. Awesome. Yeah. So I think, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I think it's also been a great opportunity because there is so many different um, units and populations within the pediatric medical center. Um, so it's been great to kind of um, get some specialized time in each unit to really figure out which one I want to be in, you know. Yeah. So is is this a time bound position? Yeah. So I'll be there a year. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So and like you said, you have that time to try out the different populations and see what are you kind of um, gravitating toward at this time? Um, so my primary unit at the hospital is hemonc, so the hematology and oncology unit, um, which is what I've always, you know, felt myself being pulled towards. Um, and I still do feel that way. Um, but after being at the hospital almost two months and, and being able to see some different things, I, um, am really into some of the more narrow stuff, um, which I've been, you know, doing some more research on and reading about different ways, um, music could be used in those aspects as well. That's great. And again, you're in a fantastic position to be able to try out those things. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned some of the things you do and that you are uh, treated as an MTBC, which you are. So mm -hmm. walk us through a typical day or as, <laughs> as typical as you can tell, because I know all of us are every day is unique, just like every client is unique. Right. Um, I mean, well, I, I think we all try our very best to, to make a plan for the day uh, and prioritize, but um, as music therapists have to be, sometimes the days um, have to be flexible and different. Um, so typically, um, I do chart reviews in the morning to see who I'm going to prioritize throughout the day. Um, and usually for me, that looks like anybody who is in pain or having any anxiety um, or coping issues will be kind of the people that I try to see first. Um throughout my day and then work towards, um, working downwards towards, um, people who are, are coping pretty well, but maybe want to work more towards the developmental functions, um, and physical goals and motor goals of that sort. Um, so I do a lot of co-treats with PT and OT, um, throughout the week also, which is super cool um, to see what, what they do in the hospital and their role and how we can work together to work towards those goals that we're working on. Yeah. And that's great learning experience too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To see some of their strategies and I'm sure they pick up a lot from you as well. Yeah. I mean, I think also there's such a great team that I've been able to work with 
um, that are super supportive of music therapy and um, really receptive to it. So it makes it um, great for us to work together and um, really achieve some of those goals. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So do you see um, all inpatients or do you have some outpatients? Do you ever go off site to do sessions? Um, So all of my sessions are are inpatient um, and always at the hospital. Um, However, there are a couple of campuses um, connected to the Children's Hospital um, that are covered by other music therapists. Awesome. How many MTs are there in total? Um, there's quite a gang of us. Um, <laughs> right now, I believe uh, there's five of us at base, including myself. Um, there's, I think, one at College Hill, um, which I believe is the um, inpatient psych hospital. Um, and then two for the hospice I think wow that's <laughs> awesome that's awesome to have such a great support system and um, yeah yeah so many places to experience different things mm-hmm. awesome wow so what would you say to someone considering or looking into fellowship um I think it is a great experience. I think it is definitely something to really look into if you're interested in the medical setting, um, especially because um, a lot of them look for that experience. And not only um, for a resume, I think that this experience is really important um, to get outside of an internship where you can really work um, on your own as a board certified music therapist with a full caseload, but still have um, a lot of support from um, supervisors and other music therapists um, that are working with me. Um, yeah. And how did you go about searching for a fellowship? Like, where did you start? Um, yeah, so. I, I wasn't actually looking for a fellowship. I kind of stumbled upon it um, and read a little bit of, about their music therapy program and the fellowship and um, the hospital. Um, and I really um, kind of fell in love with the program and um, thought it was a really great opportunity to continue in the medical setting um, before you know, going out and about into the world of music therapy. Um, so I think that, you know, like looking for any job, Google was my best friend. Um, and looking up in uh, fellowships um, could be done that way. I think that they are still kind of relatively new, um, but... I hope that more hospitals um, and other facilities decide to do music therapy fellowships um, because I think that they are really unique um, to our training. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Kat Fulton, in her emails and her newsletter, she always, it always starts with, 
high your name leader in healthcare. And I think that you said your fellowship is mirroring that of medical professionals. Not that mm-hmm. we are not, but uh, like anyway, <laughs> I I think that it is really important and our scope of practice is so wide that to have that extra training, that extra experience before you are on your own is is a really great experience and something that I wish more people knew about. I wish I had known about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, especially in music therapy, it's great to kind of have that experience where, um, the music therapists are really established in the program, um, where a lot of the other, um, faculty and staff in the hospital, uh, really understand what music therapy is and the benefits of it. Um, so being a new professional, that's great, especially, um, to see how they interact with the staff and how they promote, um, music therapy, um, is just really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head with, um, that it's nice walking into an environment where people already know what you're doing or have an idea. It, for for many of us, I think that even if there has been a program established or there was a music therapist prior to you or even alongside you, still sometimes it's really difficult to convey what we're doing. So to be yeah. in an environment where music therapy is so prolific, there's so many mm-hmm. of you there. That's awesome. That's so mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And I've been really lucky to um, have an internship and now my fellowship um, and to facilities where music therapy, um, was really respected. Um, so, I mean, it, it kind of just makes our job a little bit easier, um, to be able to know that we have a lot of people on our side, um, and rooting for music therapy and, you know, promoting us to patients and things like that. Yeah. That's awesome. I, that sounds like such a wonderful, wonderful opportunity and I hope that there are more grants and facilities out there looking to do a fellowship type thing uh, and support new professionals with preparing for the transition into a full career and continuing Mm -hmm. their education and supporting them through that Uh, because I at the New England conference this year I was in a concurrent session where we were discussing how, um, how do I word this? The, the tuition involved for getting a music therapy degree because of the schools that offer music therapy in combination with the prevalence of unpaid internships really creates a socioeconomic divide within our profession. And mm-hmm. you see that even just walking into a conference, Right. Uh, yeah. So to know that there are opportunities out there that are helping young professionals get prepared and help support them during that time, hopefully that'll trickle down and yeah. the professional will be more financially available to more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Definitely. So you are also a singer-songwriter. Tell <laughs> yes. us about that. Um, so writing songs has been um, something that I've been doing for a while. 
Um, and, and it started as sort of um, a self-care technique, which seems kind of ironic considering, you know, I do music all day long and to come home and do more music <laughs> might seem stressful to some people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do enjoy writing songs um, and, and recording them. I've done a lot of recording. I started doing it myself on GarageBand, um, which helped me clinically before I knew it would <laughs> because, um, you know, that's something that I do with patients a lot is working with digital music. Um, but I've also had some professionally recorded um, that could be found online. Um, but you'll have to pardon my French if you look them up <laughs> in one of them. Um, but they are on Spotify, Apple Music, and iTunes, and a couple other platforms. I'll link them below. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out Nicole's music. She's really good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so walk us through that creative process and fitting that into everything else that's going on. Yeah. Um so for me, songwriting doesn't always come easy. Um, so it's kind of something that I stumble upon when I write a song. I try not to force myself into it um, because, again, I try to use it as a self-care technique um, and to, you know, express my feelings about something. Um, so it usually is ends up being me just fooling around with the guitar and finding chords that sound good together and, and trying to express, you know, my day or sometimes even, um, I've written songs where friends have told me things or vented to me about things. And I, and I'm like, wow, you know, that's, that's a great song. <laughs> um, and, and I've done it that way before too. Um, but yeah, it, it I try to keep it fun for me. Um, the moment that songwriting becomes a chore um, is when I kind of have to walk away for a second. I think that's a great philosophy to live life by <laughs> in many yeah. ways. I mean, yeah. you know, we all we all have to do the things. You got to take out the trash. You got to pay your taxes, blah, blah, blah. But right. <laughs> for, for many things, yeah, stick with it for as long as it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So how how do you use that currently uh and how I guess how does it differ between writing songs by yourself for yourself yeah. and doing it with clients or is it the same process right um it it could be a little bit of a different process um because sometimes with clients I try to um, make it a little bit more structured because I try to um understand that in my head songwriting is songwriting and it's fun and I'm just gonna write about whatever I want to write about um, but to somebody who might not always have has done music or played an instrument or written anything, um, that can seem kind of scary. So um, what I typically try to do um, is come up with a theme for the song. Um, so say our theme was happy, um, we would brainstorm things that make them happy um, how it feels to be happy, you know, what, what their body feels like to be happy. Um, and those end up being, you know, the lyrics to the song, um, with minimal addition words, you know, um, 
and that's how I usually come up with the words. And as far as, you know, instruments and stuff like that, um, it all depends if they play something and they want to play their own instrument and come up with their own melody that way. Um, or I can fool around with stuff on guitar and see what they think sounds good. Um, or uh, GarageBand has really great live loops <laughs> that also work um, pretty well yeah. for songwriting and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. That was a great visual. <laughs> that was awesome. So do you have anything you want to add before we move into some rapid fire questions? Oh, um, I think the only thing that I would add is if you are currently an intern or maybe a student thinking ahead or um, a professional um, looking into a fellowship or on the cusp of a fellowship, I think that you should definitely um go for it. Um, and, and I think it's just really good experience. Um, and I don't think it, it could, you know, not be positive and in your, um, development as a professional, um, you're always learning something, um, from everyone around you. And I think being in a fellowship position, there's a lot of support, um, not only from music therapy, but from, the whole team that I work with. Um, and I think it's just a great learning experience and a great way to grow yourself professionally. Nice. That was very well said. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> awesome. So for the rapid fire, the questions are short, but your answers do not have to be. Are you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Coffee or tea? Coffee iced only. <laughs> Strictly. Even in the winter? <laughs> yep. I am the person that will complain that it's cold and still have an iced coffee in my hand. Why is that? Just don't like it hot. (laughs) (laughs) But still need the caffeine. It's important to know what you want in life. (laughs) (laughs) It's one thing I'm certain of. Early bird or night owl? Oh, okay. Um, I'd say more of a night owl, however... My body likes to wake up very early. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Do you have like a a second or a third shift at the hospital that you do? So is does that kind of work with your body where you get to go to bed later and wake up later? Well, not your body, I guess your mind. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> not really. Um, I'm there from nine to five thirty. Um, but I I find myself more productive at nighttime. However, I usually wake up early, <laughs> if that makes any sense. You got a little bit of both there. <laughs> yes. Depends on the mood. <laughs> yeah. Something that you would tell your younger self? Um, I think I would tell my younger self to open up a little bit more. Um, I was very, very shy growing up um, and still am relatively shy. I'm definitely an introvert, um, and I think I definitely – took everything in and had thoughts about everything and never really shared them. Um, So that's something that I've been trying to um, grow within myself still. (laughs) Yeah. Your music therapy elevator speech. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Well, I mean, it depends on who I'm talking to, really. You know, 
but basically music therapy is the use of music to work on non-musical goals um, and the research shows that it works best to use patient preferred music um, yeah <laughs> nice I'm sure mm-hmm. that that's usually the only amount of time you have in the hospital yeah. with some people <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure your favorite self-care practice um, well, besides writing music, I, I ran track all throughout high school and college, um, and I was nowhere near the best or fastest runner, um, but I, I love running and I love working out, um, and I love um, making my body feel like it's doing something productive, um, so that's something that I like to do as well. Yeah, exercise is so underrated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Something that is currently adding value to your life. Um, I'd say, um, well, I just made a pretty big move. I'm from Long Island, and I moved to Cincinnati for this fellowship. Um, so being here by myself and exploring everything by myself um, has been pretty important to figuring out one, the type of therapist that I'm going to be, um, and the type of professional that I'm going to be. Um, but also figuring out who I am as a young adult, um, has been pretty important. And that's a big learning experience, a big step for an introvert, especially. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Good for you for stepping up to that challenge and doing it. Doing my best. (laughs) I'm sure you are. What would, what advice do you have for someone else going through that? Um, I think uh, that, you know, it. you can look at it as, you know, this is scary and this is petrifying and, you know, people tell me all the time, oh my gosh, like you're so brave, How, like why would you do that? And especially, you know, even my friends from home were like, why would you move by yourself? Um, but I think for me, keeping in mind that um, music therapy is ultimately going to be, you know, a big chunk of my life. Um, and this was, you know, the dream that I wanted to follow and I kind of chased it here. Um, and it's, it's not as bad when you, um, are fulfilled by something you love. Um, and, and that's music therapy, um, for me. And even, you know, obviously I'm not doing that 24 seven. Um, but, it's still good to find things that you can do and enjoy by yourself, um, which I've been able to find, you know, quite a few things that I I can do. I think with the trajectory of uh, becoming a professional music therapist, so you you go to college and you need an internship, you can do the fellowship, you can go into a career position uh, and that there are opportunities scattered in so many places that it does encourage a lot of people to go somewhere else for the next step, whatever that may be. And mm-hmm. it is possible to stay in a city or a state to get it all done. But at least in my experience, uh, most of the people I talk to change locations at each step of the process, which is yeah. really great. Yeah, definitely. And I think... Um having time to uh, really reflect on yourself is really important. Um, And that's, you know, 
an opportunity that I've I've gotten to have here, and um, back to having a fellowship and and taking those steps, it it kind of gives you more time to think. Okay, where do I want to go next? You know, um, do I want to go to grad school? Do I you know want to pursue you know a different career if that might be the case? Um, so. Can I ask what you're thinking your next step will be? Yeah, sure. Um, I am hoping to go to grad school. I'm looking to apply um, for next fall. So I guess that's fall of 2020 then. Um, And I'm hoping to um, get my master's in music therapy. Um, And I've been looking into a couple different trainings like the NICU training or um, the NMT after you know watching my um, colleagues at the hospital and just trying to see which would be a good fit for me. Yeah and so the fact that the fellowship is a time-bound position uh, then your time frees up again to do something like grad school so instead of going into a career position and then deciding you want to do grad school and trying to do them both at once or maybe right. leaving your career to do mm-hmm. school or whatever. So, yeah, fellowship is it sounds like an awesome, awesome opportunity again to decide, make that distinction and have that time free up for you. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, going in like waiting a little while to go into grad school will give me some good, um, insight and experience on what it's like to be, um, out in the field before I, I jump back into school and, and, you know, learn more in depth about music therapy. Yeah. With the whole master's level entry thing coming up more and more, uh, I've heard both sides, but one of the things on the, uh, against opposed side is many professionals are saying well the time I had between undergrad to be a professional gain some experience and a deeper niche interest prepared me better for grad school and had I gone to grad school right away the experience of the education would not have been as salient so again a fellowship allows you to do that which is great yeah Totally. Awesome. So what is your current favorite intervention or song to use in a session? Um, I think that's kind of a hard question because I do, though I'm in pediatrics, I do see such a wide range of, of age. Um, so it's hard to have a favorite per se, um, but something that I've been looking more into and been trying to get into is heartbeat recordings um, and digital music making. Um, and they do um, quite a bit of heartbeat recordings at the hospital. Um, but I've been looking into ways that you can use it where it's not necessarily at end of life, which I think is kind of um, becoming like a standard, not a standard, but it's becoming more typical um, that it's been done at end of life. Um, so trying to, um, look into different types of projects and creating different, um, ways to use that even live in a session, um, is something that I've been really into. Tell me more about what that looks like. How do you do that? Um, well, there are 
um, tons of different types of recording stethoscopes um, out there. I'm not exactly sure which ones that we use, but I have um, done trying to do recordings where you can um, play them on a speaker, maybe in the room, um, again, working on GarageBand and maybe um, working with the patient on the project is really cool um, to be able to do that and picking out songs to do with um, the recording um, or even maybe writing a song. I haven't done a ton of it yet. It's something that I've been um, looking forward to doing and, and getting into and looking into it more. Awesome. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. 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 Definitely something to look into. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty. So where can listeners find you, connect with you, check out your music, all that kind of stuff? Um, my music is pretty, um, accessible anywhere. Um, as far as media platforms, um, I don't have a problem with people connecting with me on Facebook also. Um, if that's somewhere that would be um, easy to find me, um, you're welcome to put my email somewhere um, as a contact also. Awesome. Yeah, if anyone has questions or anything about this or wants to hear more, then. Yeah, I'm, I'm really open to um, answering more questions about a fellowship or um if you're looking just for, um, you know, pros and cons of fellowship also. Awesome. All righty. <laughs> well, thank you so much for making the time to talk with me. And I hope that the listeners learn a lot from this. I know I did. Uh, I'm kind of jealous <laughs> <laughs> that I did not do a fellowship after my internship, but I'm sure if I really want to go back and do it, I can and, I'm sure anyone else can too. So yes, (laughs) it's never too late. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. I had such a fun time talking with you. Have a good evening. You as well. said it during this conversation, but I am super jealous that I did not look into fellowship after my internship. The opportunity to be surrounded by other music therapists, have education opportunities, have some time between internship and deciding if grad school should be the next step for you or not, have some more experience. All of that sounds like such an amazing opportunity. And I hope that this informs some of you who may or may not have known that fellowship exists (laughs) and hopefully some of you will look into it as well and maybe someday there will be a lot more out there. So as promised I'm going to read a review from iTunes. This one comes from Midi the Kid 91. They say so very worth my time. 
wonderful show. I am in school for music therapy, and this show is helping me look forward to how I may apply music therapy as a vocation. It also helps me notice how I can prepare for my music therapy career by taking steps in my everyday life toward a wholesome, well-rounded music experience. Thank you so much. Those are very kind words. And since you're in school, now you know that here's another opportunity for you after internship. And hey, if that's where you end up going, let us know in a couple of years. That'd be pretty cool to come back on the podcast and hear that you learned about fellowship here and that's where you went or not. That's totally fine too. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I will see you in the next one. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. If you're interested in being on an episode or have someone in mind that we should interview, please let us know by emailing us at feedback at musictherapychronicles.com. Thanks again for tuning in.